666 new Texas laws have gone into effect as of September 1st, one of which is the heartbeat bill, which bans abortion after a fetal heartbeat can be detected. This is a huge win for pro-lifers and a major irritant to those who want to legalize killing the unborn. We're going to talk about the two things you're not supposed to, politics and religion. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls today. The number to call is one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. All right, Texas bans abortion. We've got a lot to say about that, but before we do, I want to remind you that the Bible tells us that God's wrath is coming in the form of sores, darkness, great hail, people being scorched, and immense heat, and a whole lot more. Now. Um, What if I told you that there uh, was a way to be immune of this gruesome judgment? You can eliminate fear about the wrath of God and understand how to have peace in the end times by watching our brand new teaching video, The Seven Vials. Go to endtime.com slash DVD. Uh, We said for August only, however, we've decided to extend it into September. So for this month only, it's definitely going to end at the end of this month. So September only, get your copy of the Seven Vials DVD with a gift of any amount. You'll be the first to receive our new lesson when it ships next week. All right, next week it'll be shipping out, so be sure to do that. It's going to cover exactly what will take place as God's wrath is poured out on the earth and what you need to know to have peace during this time. Go to endtime.com slash DVD or call 800-END-TIME to be one of the first to receive our brand new DVD. We're very excited about it, Doug. Absolutely. I'm excited about it. Did I catch you zoning? You you did. I was reading (laughs) something and then you caught me. Uh, yeah, we are excited about that. That's going to be a great lesson. We have questions about that all the time. Yes, we do. Um, now, let's get into what we're talking about, Doug. Uh, 666 new Texas laws. Uh, they just went into effect yesterday. Yeah. Now, we talk about Bible prophecy here. Absolutely. And, of course, that number does jump out to us. <laughs> yeah. People want to know what's up with there being 666 laws. That's quite an interesting number. Yeah. I wish they had one less or one more. Well, but, I, know, I wish one are. less. The less laws, the better, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Uh, so what do you think of that? Is that coincidence? Is there a significance to that? Is this, is this a prophecy that, that we <laughs> didn't know was coming? You know, I, I don't know how to answer that because I, I just, first of all, I don't believe in coincidences. But I, I do think that we've seen that number a lot uh, concerning the laws in Texas. I don't know if maybe that there's some significance to it or not. But I know there's a few laws in there that I'm extremely happy about. So. Well, one of them, which some people are speculating on with this number, is that it bans the... Um, uh, I, might, I might say this slightly wrong, but it's, it's essentially accurate. Uh, the, it bans the um, requirement... I'm, I'm really wanting to say it right. The requirement of the vaccine passports. Mm-hmm. They can't 
they can't um, require that's that. That's one of them that I'm excited about. Yeah, so, well, yeah. so um, some people are making Texas, that connection. Just so you know, I'm Texas born and Texas bred, so I'm I'm glad to be a Texan. Yeah, me too. I'm <laughs> not Texas born and bred, but I am. Uh, have been here for Got 14 here as fast years. You could. Pretty pretty quick, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Matthew 24 says, uh, at least in starting in verse 12, it says, "And because iniquity shall abound," it's talking about what's going to happen in the end time. Mm-hmm. The love of many shall wax cold, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Second Timothy one. Uh, uh, I think it's chapter 3, starting in verse 1, says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, mm-hmm. for men shall be lovers of their own selves. Yeah. And Doug, as this, um, as this heartbeat bill was introduced and now passed into law with Texas um, um, banning abortion, yeah. Um, we read these scriptures and, and, and there's, there's been an upheaval about this. Uh, and we're going to talk about some of that. It's been crazy. People, some people are thrilled. Some people are not thrilled at all. Yeah. Uh, much attack is, is occurring with all this digital courage so far. There's planned riots, uh, protests. I'm not sure they would call them riots. Uh, protests at this point. And um, so people are not happy about this. And they got us thinking about abortion is extremely evil. Yeah. As, as you and I agree on that. Absolutely. Um, you know, the love of many shall wax cold. Now, I know there's plenty of people out there that, that would argue that that's not what abortion is. Right. But you and I would. Yeah, absolutely I would. And, I mean, those scriptures fit perfectly. You know, I mean, Jesus in Matthew 24 was giving us um, information about what would happen just before he returns. Mm-hmm. And we see this more and more. We're watching it more and more with... Uh, all kinds of different things that are going on right now in our world. It's not just this, but this is one of those things that you see. It is very controversial, uh, but it's also something that I feel like because Texas has made this stand, and it's not just Texas. We'll see that there's other states involved, but at least we're making a move back to uh, the the right direction, I guess I should say, the morally and biblically Correct. Mm-hmm. So, and Second Timothy mentions, "For men shall be lovers of their own selves." Now, yeah. again, uh, there's a lot of ways to define what's happening with abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it seems like in a lot of cases, and there'll be a lot of people say, "Well, you're a man; you're not allowed to speak about it." Right. Whatever we're speaking about, we're speaking about it. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Anytime you want to kill this unborn baby, yeah. Um, what's the motive behind it? I mean, I, I've heard a lot about it, about it being. An inconvenience to their life mm. um, because there's going to be it's going to change your life. Yeah. Hello, yes, it's going to change your life. Uh, it, you know, not being able to raise the baby very well. Yeah. Uh, there's there's all sorts of reasons why people give for abortion. Um, to me, it really boils down to men shall be lovers of their own selves. Yeah. We love ourselves so much that we're going to go to great lengths in order not to inconvenience ourselves. Yeah, we're all about convenience these days, and this is one of the big things that allows us to um, not get weighed down. I mean, we love yeah. our, we both have children. We love our children absolutely. But it does change your life. Yes, Newsflash: If you have kids, yeah. it's going to change your life. If you're not ready for that, you have some choices that you can make to not have children. Yeah, uh, before abortion there, is ever there are considered. a lot of folks out there that would love to adopt children that 
someone is unwanted and they would love to adopt that baby. Couples that can't have children themselves that would love to adopt a baby. So there's other options out there other than just aborting a baby. So There certainly is. And we're going to get into the uh, Texas abortion ban after the break. We're also going to see what Biden has to say about it. We're going to go through that with you. Uh, we are taking your calls at one 877 I do want to remind you before we go to the break, if you're on Facebook, please hit the share button. Please hit the heart icon instead of the thumbs up. It goes a long way in helping us break through the algorithm to get to your friends and family with this message. We're going to be talking about uh, the abortion ban that's happened here in Texas, and we think all your friends and family should know about it. So hit the share button. If you're listening to the radio, call a friend, tell them to join in. We'll be talking to you soon about that. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. The seven vials are coming in the form of sores, darkness, great hail, people being scorched with immense heat, and more. Bible prophecy shows us that each of these judgments will be far worse than anything imaginable. The good news is, there is hope. In our brand new video, learn how to be immune from these gruesome judgments and have peace in the end time. This month only, get our new DVD, The Seven Vials, with a gift of any amount. Go to endtime.com slash DVD or call us at 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. This offer is only valid through the end of the month. Go to endtime.com slash DVD or call 800-END-TIME. Welcome back to Into the Age Open Lines at 1877 in time 1877-363-8463. We're talking about Texas banning abortion today. Doug, where do we stand on that? I stand with that law. I'm excited about that. I really am. I'm I mean this is one of those things that hits my heartstrings and uh and emotional things go all through. I mean, you, you know, my background is I, I could have been an aborted baby had that been an option back when I was conceived. Because, you want to talk about that a little? or Well, yeah. We I mean, don't know your I, background. I here. will. I'll just tell you a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, – I was – Don't I, feel obligated. No. I was born out of wedlock. My mom had actually been married to another person and had an affair, and so I was conceived. Had this been an option back in those days, I don't know if that's something she would have explored. I'd like to think no. 
because you know my mom my mom has has passed away but um you know i mean i never felt like i was unwanted my mom always made me feel wanted but i always those kind of things run through my mind because i know uh you know where i came from and and you know i've since she ended up being single raising you right she raised three of us actually single for a long time Mm -hmm. because of that affair and it was out in the open and everything it came out exposed it all and of course, now I've met my birth father, and so I have a relationship with my dad. And my dad's told me, you know, one thing I'll tell you, son, is you weren't a mistake. You know, we might have made a mistake, but you're not a mistake. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I mean, these are things that, uh, because of that, this is something that, you know, really touches me in a way that uh, it's hard to explain sometimes. But especially you and I have gone through a conversation where we talked about the procedures of an abortion. Mm-hmm. And that gets me very emotional and, and gets me, you know, fired up and upset because of what happens to a child during an abortion. And it's horrible. If people don't know what they do, you can look it up and see. It. And there's even video of a cartoon that kind of shows what they've done. And it's horrible. It's horrifying to think that they do that to a child. So. Anyway, I could go off on a whole other direction. I better stop while well, I'm I mean, we. I mean, I think it's important that we don't... I mean, I hate talking about it. Right. But I think it's important that we communicate what real the truth about these things. I mean, yeah. they're going and clipping the baby's limbs off yeah. inside of the mother's womb. While it's alive. And, then, and, and this is all because they want to be able to extract it easier. Right. So they, they clip off the limbs and then they crush their skull. Mm. And and there's evidence of this of the babies fighting back, like um, you know pushing, trying to get away, and things like that. So yeah. it's quite obvious that that there's plenty of feelings. There's plenty of uh, they know they're scared, whatever the case. Right. Um, and 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 they crush their skull and then they extract them. Yeah. And I mean, it's absolutely mortifying. Yeah, there's a lot more information. Um, uh, live action, I think, is is one of the um, nonprofits that that really push against abortion. Yeah. They've got a lot of great information to help share the truth. Um, but I would encourage people to go 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 read more about what's going on there because, I mean, those of us that um, are God fearing, we believe in the Bible. We believe that um, that it's murder to do that. Right are probably dead set against it no matter what. However, there's some people that are on the fringe where they go, well, you know, they they're, they look at the mother and they have to, uh, they, they start talking about how the, the mother is inconvenienced ultimately and they start trying to make excuses for it. I would encourage anyone like that to go look and see uh, what's actually happening and you'll see how horrifying it is. Uh, we do want to get to the um, abortion ban article that's out. Um, it says a strict new measure that essentially bans abortion in Texas went into effect yesterday despite protests and lawsuits against the harsh mandate. The law prohibits women from getting an abortion after a fetal heartbeat can be detected. So when the heartbeat can be detected, it's been a while for you, Doug. Not <laughs> right. as long for me. I've got a one-year-old. Yeah. And so that's at about the six-week mark. You can start detecting yeah. uh, heartbeat, sometimes seven or eight, depending on... Let me ask you this. Do you remember going to the doctor? And I'll try not to get emotional because I'm getting emotional just saying this. But do you remember (laughs) the first time you heard your baby's heartbeat? Well, I do. But it was kind of traumatic for us because (laughs) (laughs) 
when we went the first time, there's yeah. some details around here I don't need to get into today. Right. But they told Kate's us in, really in both cases that that we were going to lose the baby. Mm. And we yeah. went, in one case, just a few minutes. And then the second time around, we went like five days. Mm. And so um, once we heard that heartbeat, it was quite memorable. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so so I remember them in in both cases. Absolutely. I still remember hearing my daughter's heartbeat for the first time through that sonogram. And I remember my grandbaby because we went to their first sonogram and got to hear my grandbaby's heartbeat. And it's something that, I mean, it just brings joy to you, you know. And, and to think about that at such a young stage of development, you hear that strong heartbeat just, it's it's awesome. Sorry, go ahead. Well, in Texas now, <laughs> yeah. once a heartbeat can be detected, uh, you can no longer get an abortion, which is essentially when people find out they're pregnant about that time, yeah. give citizens the right to take legal action. And when I say people, I mean women, before mm-hmm. anyone looks into that statement. Right. Uh, give citizens <laughs> the right to take legal action against doctors or anyone else who helps a woman terminate a pregnancy. So that's quite a, a different version than what has happened in the past right so uh, one can sue the doctor or the receptionist at the doctor's office or whatever Um, they're able to to take legal action against them Uh, most women who get an abortion in the lone star state are at least six weeks pregnant the earliest a heartbeat can be detected and will now be unable to receive the procedure the texas bill differs from other similar differs from other similar heartbeat laws nationwide because it bars authorities from enforcing the ban and allowing anyone else, including people who live outside of the state, to take legal action. Under the measure, anyone who successfully sues a doctor or accomplice would be entitled to at least $10,000, which critics claim will flood the court with optimistic legal cases. The wide-ranging provision allows suits against patients, nurses, counselors, or even someone who drove a patient to an appointment. Mm. Quote, the life of every unborn child with a heartbeat will be saved from the ravages of abortion, Governor Greg Abbott said while signing the bill in May. More than a dozen other states, largely in or near the Bible Belt, have passed similar laws, but most of them have been blocked by federal courts. Under its previous law, Texas banned abortions after 20 weeks of pregnancy and granted exceptions for serious medical conditions or abnormal fetuses. Yeah. Well, once again, I'm very glad for what Texas is doing. Um, You know, and and like it says, there's a dozen other states that have tried to do this as well. And one of the things, you know, Tina and I, we get out and ride on the bike every now and then, the motorcycle, and take a nice ride. And some of these towns that you go through, especially in the rural areas out where we live, there are, um, they call them sanctuary cities. And they're sanctuary cities where they are, are not allowing it, even before it went into a law. We would come through there, and there would be a big banner that would say, this is uh, a sanctuary city you know, where abortions are not allowed. In that particular place, they, they wouldn't even allow it to happen. So I'm, I'm glad we live in Texas. I'm glad we got people that will stand up for it. And I know there's going to be a lot of people that have excuses of why you know this is a bad thing and all these things. And, and I saw an article today where they were saying, oh, I guess in Texas, you know, it's, 
it's okay to take away a woman's right. It's not her body and her choice, but they don't want to take the vaccine. So it is their body, their choice there. Well, you can flip that around too. That's what they're real good at. They're just real good at flipping things mm-hmm. around on you. But, you know, we've heard that forever. It's my body, my choice. Well, they, they push that with the mask mandates as well. It's like yeah. you're harming others, so you should wear a mask. Don't you love your grandparents? That one's, that one, That's the line that fired me up the most. Like. <laughs> Yeah, you know these people hate their grandma and grandpa. It's like that's yeah. the stupidest thing ever. But nonetheless, um, wear this mask to protect others. Yeah, but abortion is somehow okay because we're trying to say these babies aren't humans yet. Yeah, I don't. I, it's hard for me to fathom and even believe sometimes. But. So I should wear a mask right. to protect others, but I could get an abortion if I were a female. Because it's your body, your Because choice. it's my body, my choice. But my yeah. face apparently doesn't count. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we are taking your calls today. If you have thoughts on the Texas banning abortion, we would love to hear them. If you have any questions around that, how it correlates with Bible prophecy, what's happening um, in these end times, give us a call. The number to call is one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. As you can imagine, this subject uh, can be kind of touchy. We do want to be sensitive uh, to, to. There are many Christians who have had abortions before they were reborn. It's still a very sensitive subject to them. We do want to be sensitive to those people and to others who are contemplating abortion or, or who have had an abortion. Um, you know, we we don't want to um, uh, verbally abuse those people or come down so harshly. Uh, we want to love people through this process. We don't want to bring up uh, bad past uh, experiences of people and do it in a harmful way. We are trying to be careful with how we talk about it and uh, be loving in the process. So it is a difficult conversation for Doug and I to get out here and talk about, but we feel like it's needful. That's one thing that we're committed to here at End Time is to bring you the truth, no matter how hard it is to talk about. And so whether it be abortion or immigration or gun control or vaccine passports or government mandates, anything like that, we want to talk about it through a biblical lens, through a prophecy lens, and give you the truth no matter what. And we survive off of the goodness of God and partners just like you. There are people who donate monetarily. There are people who pray for us. There are people who encourage us. All that partnership comes together to help us to exist, and we're so thankful. Uh, we've been in existence now for longer than I've been alive, and I'm thankful for that. We've been on the air for 30, uh, or rather 20, over 20 years now, and it's because of people like you. So if you'd like to partner with us financially, you can go to endtime.com slash give. Um, your donations help us make this show totally free. Uh, those of you watching on Facebook, YouTube, listening on the radio, or on television later on, uh, this is totally free for you to consume. We have thousands of hours of content on our website, totally free. That's all possible because of people like you that give a, give financially and pray for us. So if you'd like to be a partner, a one-time gift or a monthly gift, do that at endtime.com slash give. If you're unable to afford to contribute in that way, please remember us in your prayers. We need to be prayed for. Like I said, we talk about rough things sometimes and um, people come against us sometimes too, but that's okay. We're going to keep delivering the truth as best as we know how and your prayers help uh, help give us the courage to do that and encourages us you know doug there's so many people that email us you get 
I don't know how many emails every day, how many calls every day, but um, they let you know that they're praying for us. And uh, how does that encourage you throughout the day after you've had a rough call or a rough email or something like that? Well, you know, it it always kind of comes around at the right time, too, because, you know, God knows uh, when you need a little bit of uh, uplifting and, and just knowing that people are praying for us, you get those emails that tell you, hey, we're praying for you. That really affects your day, and it always comes at that right moment where we feel like we're growing a little weary of, of trying to do the right thing, and boom, somebody will send me something and say, hey, I'm praying for you, yeah, and uh, really picks your spirits up. So It's good. Well, and, and actually, I think it was about 20 years ago, uh, Irvin felt the need for us to start having prayer together every single morning, and so we started doing that mm-hmm. about 20 years ago. So our whole team comes together every morning at 8 a.m., and we pray uh, with each other, we pray for each other, uh, and we pray for you. Um, so if you have a prayer request, you can share that with us at endtime.com slash contact. There's a form there you can complete, and it will go to our team here, and we'll get it on a prayer sheet that we all look at every morning. And uh, we mention your name and your need in prayer. Uh, so if you want someone to pray with you specifically about what you're going through, go to endtime.com slash contact. Our team is committed to praying for and with you uh, through your life circumstances. All right, let's 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 go to the phones now. Uh, we'll go to Dan in Missouri. Dan, welcome to End of the Age. How are you today? We're well. How are you doing, Dan? I'm doing good. I just heard you talk about abortion, and it brings back memory. Back when I was about to get divorced, my wife was pregnant with our third child, and she came to me wanting to get an abortion, and I said, "No, I, I don't. I, no, we're going to take the child. We're going to raise the child. We're going to get divorced. Okay, that's fine." But uh, she kept pushing until finally, I was, I'm thinking, the man really has no chance in this decision. And I finally told her, I said, "If you do this, then I'm going to spend the rest of my life in prison because I'll kill you. You kill my child." Mm-hmm. Well, time went on. She didn't get the abortion, and we both love our love her very much. The girl, our daughter's 34 years old now, and I have problems. I've had a lot of problems with her. I mean, we're in, we're kind of on Granny House right now, real bad. I need a lot of prayer for that matter between me and Amanda. But I wouldn't have changed a thing. I've, I, if I had had I gone that direction, I'd be really I'd be really hurt sitting here right now. So. There's nothing I would have changed, and I just want to encourage anybody going through that, don't do it. I love my daughter. She's 34. We've gone, we've gone through a lot, a lot of good and bad, and, and there's going to be more. Yeah, and, uh, well, It Dan, will change your life. Absolutely. Dan, we appreciate you calling and sharing that story, being vulnerable here with us on the air. Uh, a lot of people need to hear stories from people like you, and I'll commend you for standing up to your ex-wife at that, or your wife at that time. Um, you know, Doug, I think that's a big deal. A lot of uh, women that end up getting abortion are alone. They don't have a man to stand up to them. And, and men need to step up and be fathers. Yeah. Men need to say, no way, we can't do that. I'm going to love that baby throughout their life. I'm going to step up and provide and do all those things. Uh, so men, step up. Don't allow that to happen. Do whatever you can to uh, not allow it to happen. So uh, we'll be taking more calls after the break and getting into more of what Biden has said about this. So stay tuned. 
I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, End Time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We're talking about how Texas has banned abortion, uh, and we're wanting to get your feedback on that. Any questions you have around that? So give us a call. We'd love to chat with you. Uh, we do want to go back to the phones here. Uh, Lisa in Florida is watching on End of the Age Plus. Lisa, welcome to End of the Age. Yeah, I just um, you know this topic. Uh, intrigued me because I was adopted also. Um, Lisa, are you there? Yes. Um, yeah, I just had a comment. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we can, we can hear you. Okay, yeah. Okay, good. Because when I started talking, I couldn't hear you. But anyway, I just wanted to call in because I was adopted at birth. And um, it was a good home. It wasn't a Christian home, but it was a good home. And um, But when I was 15, I got pregnant. Um, and my, my parents pressured me to have an abortion, which is, you know, like after my mom not being able to have, able to have kids and adopting me, it was kind of weird. But I was a kid, you know, I was 15, and so um, there was a lot of complications with the abortion, um, first time to a doctor like that. And afterwards, they didn't want nobody to know. 
And so um, I started uh, hemorrhaging and then finally got to a doctor that said, you may not be able to have kids ever again um, because it was a very bad one. And so, um, uh, you know, later on, life goes on, right? And then um, I, uh, I was saved at the age of uh, 19, almost 20, when I came to the Lord. And um, I um, did, unfortunately, my first year and a half was very rocky, and I got pregnant. And even though my mom pressured me again to have an abortion, I wouldn't do it by this time I was 20. And um, there was complications with the pregnancy, but I just prayed. I was saved. Um, I made mistakes. That's why I want to encourage people, like, whatever you do, God is there. And he has his hand on you, and he will take care of you. And so um, I had my daughter, and um, I... A year later, God brought a man into my life who married me, took my daughter. Um, We've been married 36 years, and we have one daughter together who also is a miracle child. Um, But they told me I would not be able to have. And so God is so good, and I am so glad that they passed these laws because you're right. Like, I'll never know uh, the child that I didn't have, but yet... Um, we can trust in God for that that covering and that forgiveness and I just want to just let people know like if they have God will forgive them and God even blessed me with two miracle babies after that and so he's so good and I you know like I'm just I just hope I'm in Florida I hope they pass the same laws over here (laughs) you know well you got a good governor there chances chances are it might happen yeah but I just wanted to share that, you know, and, um, and you know, encourage people that it's okay. And adoption is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm here, and you're here because yeah. of it. So. Well, Lisa, we appreciate you uh, calling and having the courage to be able to share your story. And we're so thankful that, um, that you have been surrounded by good people who have loved you and shown you mercy. And, of course, you felt God's love through... Um, the last several decades as you've navigated your time after an abortion. And uh, it's just awesome to hear how God has blessed you and uh, helped you through that time. And, and of course, put good people in your life to love on you through that process. So we appreciate you calling and sharing. Uh, Everyone needs to hear stories like that as well, Doug. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Lisa. We appreciate it. Now, Doug, let's talk about uh, Biden coming in and uh, did you have anything else to say before we move on? I'm sorry. No. Okay. No, I don't. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to get us crying, right? We're right. supposed to be manly men. That's here, right. right. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, Biden responds to the Texas, uh, Texas's banning of abortion. Yeah. Uh, he said that the restrictive new law, uh, abortion law that went into effect, violates the Constitution and pledged to protect and defend abortion rights. He said in a statement that the law, Texas SB 8, will significantly impair women's access to the health care they need, particularly for communities of color and individuals with low incomes. And outrageously, it deputizes private citizens to bring lawsuits against anyone who they believe has helped another person get an abortion, which might even include family members, health care workers, front desk staff at a health care clinic, or strangers with no connection to the individual. 
He said that this that his administration is deeply committed to protecting the constitutional right established under Roe versus Wade. He did not specify, however, how his administration plans to do that, especially for women living in Texas. The law which bans most abortions after six weeks of pregnancy went into effect after the Supreme Court didn't respond to an 11th hour request by abortion rights advocates Monday to halt its implementation. Democratic members of Congress expressed outrage at the Supreme Court for not taking action, with a number of them reviving the argument that the number of justices should be expanded to offset the three conservatives who were added by then-President Donald Trump. Biden signed an executive order this year establishing a commission to study potential changes to the court. Many Democrats also called for Congress to codify a woman's right to choose by passing the Women's Health Protection Act. Quote, by its inaction, the Supreme Court ended abortion access in Texas last night. Roe versus Wade was effectively overruled, not with a bang, but with a whimper through the shadow docket. This is why we need to urgently pass the Women's Health Protection Act. It can't wait any longer. So there, there was something in there about stacking the odds in their favor with the Supreme Court. Because like how it worked out? <laughs> I mean, it's... It's crazy that, I mean, this is something that they're seriously talking about. But anyway, I mean, yes, this is something I'm sure that they're not happy with because of the fact that, you know, I mean, that's something that they want to do. They want to make, they they want the votes from the people that believe in, you know, the pro-choice thing. And so he wants to stand beside that. And we know that, um, I mean, that is something that their party, um, you know, they they promote that, that they are pro-choice. but you know, I'm not. I'm not trying to get too political here, but I am trying to point out some things. Doug, that our show is about politics, politics and, and religion. religion. I know, right? <laughs> but I mean, it's it's amazing because there we we have a Supreme Court that is put in place has been there for a long time like this, and now they want to add members so that they can add people that lean toward their their thinking. I don't I don't know how that happens. So. Because they know these these members are set there until they die, they want to stack the odds in their favor by getting more Supreme Court members. Well, we're a long way though from yeah. that even being considered. I think yeah. you know the issue here is is what's happening with abortion and what's happening mm-hmm. with our our president saying, you know, he's going to fight for abortion rights, but he's supposed to fight for American people. Right. Of course, this is where we differ. This is where we consider absolutely. Babies in a mother's womb as being life right. and a human already, yeah. not just not just cells. It's a lot more than that. Right. Uh, not just some tissue, but um, you know this is where we're going to differ. So we're going to come out and go. You know, President Biden, we want you to stand up to uh, whatever it takes, anybody, to defend these unborn babies. Do you think that this is just going to be another way that they're going to? Uh, try to divide some of the things that are happening in the world. I mean, right now, there's so much division in this country right now. And, and I've heard comments like, the Bible Belt states, and because Christians believe. Uh, do you see this as being one of those dividing factors that's going to change people's uh, thought process about Christians? I mean, here you've got this where we've been told, you know, that there's a particular group of people that are considered racist because of their beliefs and because of their 
patriotism and things like that. This is one more thing I feel like that could be added to that list where there would be a division because we believe what the Bible says. Is that going to make us dangerous for this government still? I mean, we heard the other day there is a particular group of people that are considered terrorist because they believe particular ways. Is this something that could also be terroristic to them? Well, I, th- I think that, th- that these arguments are going to be had no matter what the topic is. Yeah. So to me, if anything, it's like Texas is saying we're different. Yeah, we're, we're standing yeah. our ground. America might go X way, yeah. but we're actually listening to our people, right. that are the, the citizens of Texas. Or is that a thing? Am I saying that appropriately? As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, but before, you know, people are going to call me stupid for uh, saying citizens of Texas, potentially. Uh, American citizens that live in Texas. Yeah. Um, you know, they're listening. Well, you know how Texas listening. people feel anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying is <laughs> it's a country they're not its just, own. it's like this is what Texans want. Yeah. For the, There's right. plenty of Texans who don't want it. Right. But the majority of Texans want this. Right. In fact, the majority of Texans, I would argue, want a complete ban. Let's not even call it heartbeat. Let's just say mm-hmm. not an option no matter what. Yeah. Um, which essentially that's what it is. But, you know, um, so it's, if anything, it's Texas saying we're going to listen to our constituents. Right. We're going to make laws like they want yeah and if they don't like it they can vote us out yeah but on a on a larger scale a national scale we know that's not really how it goes i mean there's a few things that that happen that way but if anything it's like texas is saying uh united states of america you might be one thing on a federal level but we're doing this over here and it's totally contrary to most of what's happening in the united states as a whole yeah so i like that i do too because I live in Texas and I mm-hmm. support this, and so and because we're Christian and we believe what the Bible says above anything, this is not a Republican yeah. Democrat thing no, for us. No, it's really not. We don't care what if the Republicans were saying this, we would still be against, uh, against what they were saying if that yeah. were the case. This, yeah. There are some Republicans that are for it. Yeah, we are not uh, having a political discussion in this case. Now right. people have turned it into politics, but we're saying this is life. Right. We, our, we, our values line up with the Word of God, and this is why. Right. You know, and this is one of those stance that we take as Christians is we we have to uh, stand our ground on particular things, and this is one of them. I mean, you know, this is nothing new, Vince. It's been going on since the Old Testament. There's There's been, you know, people that have killed children, and God's looked down on it. I mean, Scripture tells us that God knows us before we're even formed in the womb. So to me, that's pre-being a baby. Anyway, that's way before a heartbeat. That's when we're a thought to God. He knows us, and he knows you know, what we're going to become. And he uh, loves us, and he wants the best for us. And that's what we want as Christians. We want to line up with the Word of God. And the Lord says that the shedding of innocent blood is one of the six things he hates. Absolutely. Well, we will be getting to more calls after the break. The number to call is one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We look forward to taking your calls. Also, if you're on Facebook, go ahead and hit the share button, hit the heart icon. Helps us out a lot. We appreciate it very much. We look forward to answering your call, uh, questions after the break.
Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, Volume 1, Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. Welcome back to Into the Age. Open lines at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We're talking about Texas banning abortion, which just went into effect yesterday, and the ACLU is coming out, as you may guess, against it. Mm-hmm. They're saying the law is blatantly unconstitutional. The Supreme Court has held for almost 50 years that states may not ban abortion prior to viability. Other states have passed this type of unconstitutional law, and courts have consistently blocked them. But Texas's law is uniquely um, crazy. (laughs) Rather than have the state enforce the law, the legislature chose a more sinister route. SB 8 authorizes any person anywhere to sue a person who performed, aided and abetted, or intended to aid and abet an abortion in violation of the ban. That means that anyone, even someone unconnected to a person having the abortion, can try to dismantle abortion support networks by suing abortion providers and those who assist them. The law also authorizes a significant bounty, a minimum of $10,000 in damages paid to the person who brought the lawsuit if they are successful. Anti-abortion politicians may think it can use Texans like pawns in their ideological and extremist fight, but we're calling their bluff and we'll do everything we can to stop this dangerous law. Mm-hmm. How do you define danger, Doug? I would think if anybody's in danger there, it would be that child that's in the womb. Well, I would certainly <laughs> think so. I wouldn't call this law dangerous. No. I mean, we, we heard from someone. We've heard one story. I'm not saying yeah. this is the case for everyone. We've heard one story of someone who had extreme complications, mm-hmm. dangerous complications. Yeah. And then we have millions of babies being aborted. That is dangerous. Yeah. And yet we're trying to spin the narrative, call this law dangerous because, well, they're pointing to the fact that it targets communities of color and low income areas. Right. Yeah. That's anyway, I'm not going to say anything about that part. Okay. What part are you going to say something about? (laughs) Uh, I'm just, I can't believe because, I mean, Vince, when they talk about this situation, it's not just killing this baby. It's putting the mother at risk. Like you said, we heard that there are are things that can happen there. I've heard stories about young women that have gone into abortion clinics and not been allowed to leave. Like doors are locked. Once they go in there and they decide what they're going to do, Doors are locked and they can't get out of rooms and they're kind of trapped in there. Uh, 
and there there is a danger that goes along with this. Anything could happen to that young mother or um, you know something serious could happen to her and she could die there because of the situation or like this young lady told us earlier uh, when she was um, had the abortion at 15 that they told her because of the complications she would never be able to have a child again like in the future when she decided this is what she wanted to do her chances would uh, you know be very small to Mm -hmm. be able to have another child and so I mean those are things that I think we need to think about as well Um, but anyway that's kind of where I am there I'm not the the low income thing I I feel like to me and this is me okay this is just my uh, my view on it I feel like they target low income people and people of color they do it they target them and try to get them to have abortions I, I really do but like I said that's my opinion if y'all don't like that you can email me and let me know and but they will they will so. well you know we started off by talking about these scriptures Iniquity shall abound. Mm-hmm. Lovers of their own selves. Yeah. You know, and, and one thing that we can use as kind of a good base is what's Hollywood saying? Yeah. You know, <laughs> because if Hollywood is saying it, yeah. it's probably not values that I want to align myself with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so there's actually been a, a these high profile figures are making comparisons to this law. To the Taliban. Yeah. The Taliban. Yeah, the Taliban. The Texas abortion banning mm-hmm. is like the Taliban. And, of course, they're talking about women's rights. But look at what the Taliban does to women. I mean, that's one of the fears and the concerns about Afghanistan right now. But for these celebs to come out and make these statements, they've been tweeting and putting it on their TikTok accounts and all the different social medias uh, you know, and, and they've made some pretty uh, colorful remarks and, and mean-spirited remarks about Texas. And, uh, you know, when you... And we can't share them. Right, because they're so they bad, yeah. we can't share them. Yeah. But, but, you know, the thing about it is, talk to some of the women that have been under the rule of the Taliban and see if they think this is the same. Well, where are these celebrities when, when we see videos of planes... Leaving behind all these people in Afghanistan yeah. and uh, not defending what's going on with the Taliban coming in. Yeah. It, it wasn't a problem last week, but this week it's a problem. Right. Well, you know, the thing, too, is if you think back in, in history, who were the court gestures? They were the people that came in and entertained the kings. That's what the equivalent of actors are today. They're court jesters. Do you think a king would have took sound advice from a court jester? And yet we've put so much stock into what actors in Hollywood say. Don't, uh, don't get me that. You know, that's what I like to talk about a yeah, lot. Yeah, I know. Prior, prioritizing <laughs> things. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, we complain about things, but yet we sit around with our family every day and watch these shows. Yeah, and glorify these people in the situation. Yeah, we're telling our kids what's important. Yeah. It's our fault, the parents' fault. Right. So don't get me going, Doug. That's not what we're supposed to talk yeah, about today. Absolutely. Um, we better get to the phones, huh? Yeah, probably so. All right. Well, let's go to Pat in New Hampshire. Pat, welcome to End of the Age. Yes, good afternoon. Go, Texas. Uh, there you go. Do the same thing. Come on down, Pat. <laughs> we'll receive if you. If I could take the heat, I might move there. <laughs> well, I don't know if they'll let you out, right? Are they letting people get out of New Hampshire? Oh, oh, yeah. 
Oh, okay. yeah. I, we are out. We even go to church without masks. Mm. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, I'd also like to say uh, regarding the young lady from Florida, uh, my heart goes out to her. Uh, but, you know, she is going to get to know her child on Amen. the other side. Amen. Yeah. That's true. In eternity. But, um, yeah, <laughs> go Texas. I hope all the states do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Pat, for your call. We appreciate the encouragement for Texas and for Lisa as well. Good point there. Um, all right. Let's go to Shar uh, in Iowa. Shar, welcome to End of the Age. Shar, are you there? Hi. Hi. Yeah, I thought I lost you for a second there. We're here. Oh, thank you. Yes, I wanted to share my experience with um, everyone out there. Um, my granddaughter uh, moved to another another town, and she was pregnant. And um, during this pregnancy, it's her first pregnancy, and during the pregnancy, um, she started having complications uh, with a couple days um uh, before um, her due date, and she went into something called preeclampsia. Sorry about that. She had a hard time saying the word. And I didn't understand what that was. I didn't understand all the complications and everything. And and then she calls me on the phone and says, uh, Grandma, she says, um, um, they're wanting me to take this drug. And she says, they won't tell me why I, I, they want to put this in my IV. And I says, well, what's going on with the baby? And she says, well, his, everything's starting to shut down. And she was crying. And she's born again. And I told her, I says, you pray. Pray really, really hard to Jesus. I wanted to go to her. And the doctors in Davenport, Iowa, at Genesis, would not let anyone in. Uh, this was during the COVID-19 uh, uh, hype going on. And so all we could do was get our church in animals involved and get everybody praying for her because she was in this hospital room all by herself, scared. And um, I got a hold of my sister in California, and I said, um, what is this drug and what is it for? They're wanting to give it to uh, my granddaughter, Destiny. And um, she says, do not let them do that. Tell her to tell them, do not let them give her that drug in her IV. She says it is to terminate the pregnancy. Mm. And I immediately, I, I, oh, no. I'm like, oh, no. And I said, I can't get to her. They won't let me in. She says, just do what I tell you. Get a hold of your granddaughter. Tell her, do not let them give her that drug. Tell her to refuse. And tell her to fight with them with everything that she has. And she says, is she alone? Is there someone with her? And I said, no. They wouldn't allow, the doctor wouldn't allow anyone in the room. Um, her husband could not go in the room with her or anything. So I got a hold of her, and um, I told her everything that I that my sister told me to tell her. And I said, do not take that drug under any circumstances. I said, um, the church is praying. Uh, Pastor and Sister George are praying. We're, everybody in California is praying. I said, don't take that drug. It will kill the baby. And she go, and she started crying, and she was scared. And she says, Grandma, she says, they won't let nobody in here with me. They won't let my husband in here. She says, I'm scared. And I says, 
I told her, I, and all I could tell her was, you pray, you pray to Jesus, because he's there with you right now in that room. And I says, that baby is alive. And I says, I don't understand preeclampsia, but I said, Destiny, Jesus will help you through this. And she had um, uh, diabetes also during this pregnancy. So she was, uh, her kidneys were starting to fail her. The babies uh, was starting to, his heart started to, to slow down and was stopping. I told her, start praying. I said, you pray with everything you've got. Shar, I'm, run, I'm running out of time. I'm sorry, Shar. Can you cut to the end real quick? Give us the good well, news. you know what? I'm going to right now. I have a seven-month-old great-grandson. Wonderful. <laughs> COVID baby. Yep. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that story. Well, uh, we don't like that that they treated your granddaughter that way. That's for sure. But we're thankful that... Uh, the Lord made a way in that situation. All right, we need to get to Stephanie in New Jersey. Stephanie, we have very little time left, so get right to your comment, please. Yes, I just wanted to make a comment about the abortion. Um, uh, abortion is a sin that I've been forgiving of three times. And um, I want to say also that I, I, I don't like how they dress uh, abortion up and the fancy word is women's rights mm. when it is nothing it's nothing less than legal murder mm. wow well stephanie thank you for sharing that with us and uh you know i mean that's what this this is difficult for us to talk about because we agree with what you're saying and they do they they put window dressing on it and say that it's your right uh, but at the end of the day, it is. It's legalized murder. I agree, and I thank God for forgiving me. Yeah. Amen. Amen. For uh, three times. Yeah. Amen. And we're thankful for that too, Stephanie. We appreciate you calling and being courageous enough to share that story. I'm uh, confident that it will be. Um, something that others listen to and encouraged by, some people that are contemplating it. Uh, your story is going to help them uh, make the right decisions. So we appreciate you calling in. Uh, we are running out of time here. Thank everyone for tuning in today. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. You can uh, watch all of our archive shows at watch.endtime.com. Uh, you can subscribe there as well if you would like exclusive content available. Uh, the Seven Vials will be up there next week, but you can get the DVD uh, today by going to endtime.com slash DVD. Please remember to pray for all the people facing abortion situations. We need God in America again, that's for sure. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.